This is Jim Pruitt, and you listen to another episode of the Farm So Hard podcast. So I farm so hard, the employees want to find me. And then want to hire me. What's 100K to a guy like me? Could you please remind me? Farm so hard, this ain't easy. Working late nights, you best believe me. My grades can only go ace. Never want to see another B unless I'm Jay Z. Farm so hard, let's get paid. What's good, fam? It's your host, Jim Pruitt, a.k.a. FarmD in the ED, and I have another quick episode for you guys today. Today is our Pharmacy Friday Pearl, and we're going to talk about procainamide for wide complex tachycardia. So let's jump right into it. Ventricular tachycardia is uncommon, but a dangerous medical condition with extremely variable clinical presentation. Procainamide is guideline recommended and is a drug of choice for the treatment of hemodynamically stable VTAC with a class 2A recommendation. However, procainamide is an old drug. It has new evidence to support its use, but dosing strategies and administration techniques makes it difficult to use at the bedside. All right, guys, so let's jump into pharmacology. Well, look at the bolus dosing. We've seen 10 to 17 mg per kg over 20 to 60 minutes used with a max dose suggested of 1 gram and a max rate of 20 to 50 milligrams per minute. If you don't like that, there has been this 100 milligram every 5 minutes at a max rate of 50 milligrams per minute used to a max dose of 1 gram. And that's going to be titrated into termination of your VTAC or hypotension due to the drug. There are some renal adjustments to be aware of. If your creatinine clearance is 10 to 50 mLs per minute, you want to reduce that initial dosing by 25 to 50%. And if your estimated creatinine clearance is less than 10 mLs per minute, you want to reduce that initial dose by 50 to 75%. So when looking at the mechanism of action, Procainamide is a class 1A antiarrhythmic that binds to the fast sodium channels inhibiting recovery after repolarization. It also prolongs action potential and reduces the speed of impulse conduction. So for some important PK, it's going to work in less than two minutes when given IV, and the times the peak is going to be about 25 to 60 minutes when given IV. As far as metabolism, it's going to be converted to an active metabolite called NAPA, and as far as excretion, 40 to 70% is excreted unchanged by the kidneys. Some important adverse effects to look out for is the fact that it does cause hypotension, and there's some hepatotoxicity that's been studied, as well as a positive ANA titer, and Perkinamide interacts with dizepam, dithiazem, mirinone, phenytoin, and hydralazine. And as far as compatibility, we can go ahead and put this in NS as it's compatible with half normal and normal saline. And there's some issues when we're using D5 and LR, so I don't recommend using that. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about some of the studies. The first one we're going to talk about is the Procameo trial, and that's done by Ortiz and colleagues that was published in 2017. It was an RCT with 62 patients, and what they looked at was IV procainamide 10 mg per kg over 20 minutes, comparing it to amiodarone 5 mg per kg over 20 minutes as well. The primary outcome was major cardiac adverse effects, and this occurred in 9% of patients in procainamide and 41% of patients in an amiodarone group. While looking at the efficacy, tachycardia was terminated within 40 minutes in 67% of the procainamide patients and only 38% of the amiodarone. This is going to contrast a study done by Morrow and colleagues in 2010, which is a multi-center cohort study looking at 187 patients, and they compared IV amiodarone at 2 mg per kg compared to IV procainamide at 10 mg per kg. What they found was the rates of VT termination was 25% in the amiodarone group compared to 30% in the procainamide group. 
In a study done by Komaro and colleagues in 2010, it was a retrospective analysis looking at 90 patients, and they studied a different dosing mechanism. They looked at ibuprocanamide 100 milligrams over one to two minutes compared to lidocaine bottles of 50 milligrams. And what they found was that procanamide terminated VT at 75% compared to only 35% of the lidocaine group. And when looking at amiodarone by itself, because we want to see how we got to this place in the guidelines, we found that a study done previously in 2006 by Morrow as well was a retrospective case study. And they looked at 33 patients with just using amiodarone 150 milligrams over 15 minutes. They found that amiodarone rate of successful VTAC termination was only 29%. And this is why I believe that we got to the point to where we've seen that maybe procainamine is better than lidocaine. And maybe it's better than amiodarone. And for historical purposes, I just want to close out on this study done by Collins and colleagues in 1992. It was an observational study looking at 15 patients. What they looked at was IV procainamide at a rate of 50 milligrams per minute into arrhythmia terminated or a total dose of 15 mg per kg. And what they found was that procainamide was well tolerated and resulted in termination of VTAC in 93% of patients after administration of 100 to a gram of procainamide. And they had a median dose of around 600 milligrams. So I thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Farm So Hard podcast. And I definitely thank you for this shorter version we call our Pharmacy Frothy Pearls. Definitely look on the website for the handout that talk about all the information in more detail. And check us out on Twitter at farmso underscore hard. And have a wonderful pharmacy. Brass Kikers, Yeah. Brass Kikers to your head. Brass Kikers to your head. Brass Kikers, yeah.